Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast, the only place in the world where we love everybody, we hate on everything, and that's how we live our f- lives, dude. How about that? Another week, dude. You made it. How good does that feel? Just to know you made it, you know? Just to know you made it another week. Like, that's got to feel good because you never know when it's going to be your last week. You never know. It's just a thing. Like, I, I think about it all the time. I think about it all the time, dude. Like, do I even want to get old? Um, Do I even want to be just, you know, walking around being some annoying bastard with bad breath? Um, Who knows, dude? It's up to you. You know what I'm saying? That's completely up to you. But uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in if you've made it this far. If you made it past the intro that slaps, um, you know, leave a rating. Leave a rating if you don't. That's uh, okay, dude. I'm, I'm tired of people always expecting everything, you know? Let's keep it real. You're on the internet. Everybody expects everything on the internet to be free. Whether you're all the way up and down from boomer down to Gen Z, everybody's just like, yeah, shit on the internet is free. Because Gen Z type people from the bottom up, it looks like, oh, they're just trying to get clout and clout will translate into money anyways. And then people that are older are like, oh, anything on the internet is supposed to be free because if it ain't on TV, it ain't real. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, dude. Uh, <laughs> what do I have in my notes today? I don't know what I have in my notes today. Y'all just tuning in to the Lord Petty Podcast and we chilling. If it's your first episode, I feel sorry for you because this episode is about to blow ass. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, I'm going to talk some shit. I'm going to say some bad things about some people. I might say some bad things about some people I shouldn't be saying bad things about. But that's what makes this podcast great. If you guys didn't already know, this is the only podcast that doesn't suck ass. That's because I'm never going to apologize, dude. Like, I'm a good guy. I have nothing. I, I don't do anything bad. But the reason that my I can say whatever I want, because I have nothing to hide, dude. I'm a good guy. And so if you live a righteous life, right? By living a righteous life, what I mean is that you do the right thing no matter at what moment. Like, you could be a fucking scumbag, but you're like, you know what? I'm going to do the right thing because that's the right thing to do. It gives you all the opportunity to joke about joke about all the fucked up things in the world. Because most of the funny people you're going to meet in your life, they're actually really good people. Because you're never going to meet a comedian who's a serial killer. If you're doing some fucked up shit, you wouldn't be drawing attention to yourself. So most of the people, if somebody's really like doing something that's going to draw attention to themselves, like if they're going to be like a world famous Lord Petty like I am, they don't have shit to hide. And I got nothing to hide, bro. It's like I feel bad for anybody that's ever going to try to dish up dirt on me because I've dished dirt on so many people. Anybody I don't like, I could bury him. I'm, like I'm three steps ahead of like anything and literally when i say anybody i mean anybody like if you say th- if you have beef with me if you don't think i'm already like four or five steps ahead of you dude <laughs> come on dude who beefs with the guy named lord petty you know what i'm saying anyways dude uh i might trash some people might trash some people i shouldn't but that's okay because it's all out of love you know one thing i was thinking about is like Dudes that are way too afraid to say what they think about women. It's not that you should go through life just trashing women because, um, you know, 
it might not be conducive to what you're trying to do with your life, but you know, in my field of whatever it is of speaking the truth, because somebody has to do it, it's whatever. But uh, what I would do if I was single, I would start trashing women if I were you, because here's what happens is a lot of guys are too afraid to trash women because they'd be like, oh, well, if I say bad things about women, women won't like me. But here's what happens because everybody thinks like that. So there's a small percentage of people they speak out like, no, you know what? This is some bullshit. Fuck this alimony thing. This thing doesn't make sense at all. Child support. Why the fuck is uh, Blake Griffin paying his wife $100,000 a month for uh, child support or whatever? And people are like, because that's what everybody's thinking. Nobody wants to say it because they think, okay, if I say some bad shit about women, I won't get any pussy. And so they don't want to say anything bad. But if you say if you say the truth that everybody's thinking, what you're going to do is you're going to gain notoriety. And a lot of women are stupid enough to just fuck guys with notoriety. So this is what I would suggest to any single guy out there. Start trashing women. The more women you trash, the more notoriety you're going to get. And the more uh, clout you're going to get, which is going to lead towards the more MJ. You know what I'm saying? But because I can't do that because I'm in a relationship and let's be real. Relationships are hard. But it's okay, babe. Relationships aren't the only thing that's hard. I'm hard too. I got a big old boner just tucked in my Levi's. Tucked in my denim is a big old thrusting, big old fucking... German sausage just laying there just ready to be what the fuck am I talking about yeah relationships are hard so that's where my brain goes when I start to like digest relationships because relationships are really the hardest thing you'll ever do they're the most rewarding thing in the world I mean I'll sit there sometimes and I'll just be like man I'm so happy this feels so good other times dude it's just fucking hard man it's just hard you don't you don't know what um now we're getting into the real shit you know I try not to talk about my my real life. Too much on this, but uh, that's what people want, you know? That's what anybody wants. Everybody just wants the truth. Everybody just wants to keep it real. But uh, yeah, dude, relationships are hard. Um, I got a buddy. He's actually been on this podcast. Shout outs to, shout outs to Andy. Um, I was like over at his house eating some steaks a while ago. And he's been married before and I always forget about this because... <laughs> He trashes, dude. But I asked him, I was like, dude, do you have any pictures of your wife? And he's like, no, I threw them all away. I was like, holy shit. It's so funny that that's like, you know, the highest and low, like the relationships are hard because when you get married, like (laughs) a wedding is a huge day. And then he's just so like, I need to get the fuck away from this. He, He threw away any trace of it, dude. Like he wanted nothing traceable to the whole situation. (laughs) That shit's hard as fuck, bro. It's just hard as fuck to like wipe your wife off the face of the earth. Like, besides killing her, deleting all traces of her is even. <laughs> it's up there, dude. <laughs> uh, anyways, don't don't kill your wives. Uh, yeah, relationships are hard. Um, yeah, my girlfriend's like picking up shifts at this restaurant that she used to work at again. And we like got in an argument about it. And it wasn't we got an argument about it. It's just how it was presented, you know? It's how it was presented because like 
she just stretches herself so thin. She's got so much going on. And then I, I got to stand there like, I don't share my problems. You know, maybe that's my, maybe that's my problems that I don't share my problems. You know, it's like, and she's always like, Oh, I have no time. I have no time. And she takes on more shit. And it's like, dude, like, let's talk about this. And, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, it's nothing compared to what a lot of other people have to put up with. Not even, I don't want to say put up with because, you know, it's just part of the game. But, you know, a lot of the people have kids and like, or if it goes south, like alimonies and shit like that. And I mean, there's just always something. There's so many like layers to relationships. And uh, it's hard, dude. It's a tough gig, man. So shout out to everybody that ain't just out there, that ain't just out there just fucking it up. You know what I'm saying? All you young guys, fuck it up for as long as you can, dude. Take it in. Um, <laughs> so that shit has limits. You're going to reach a point. You're going to reach a point where it's just going to make sense to like, you're either going to stumble into it or look for it where you're like, uh, I kind of stumbled into it. Honestly, I stumbled into it. I was, I was talking to this chick who was fucking dating a drug lord. And then I just kind of stumbled into Shouty and yeah, dude. Uh, but you know, there's no such thing. That's why, like Instagram and media, it's such it's such bullshit. It's such it's such uh, people just pulling the veils, the veils over your eyes, dude. You know, shit has limits. Shit has limits. The the, the amount of fucking around, like pointlessly fucking around, bro. It's got uh, it's got limits. You know, it's got like term limits. Speaking of term limits, dude, have them. Have term limits. Think about all these people in Congress and shit, all these old fuckers sitting around. Because it comes to the point, imagine you go to high school with people for four years and you remember them for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe you grow up with them in school or whatever, but I don't remember shit from like middle school, but I remember high school. And so it's like you go to high school for four years of your life and you remember these people for the end of eternity. So it's like you imagine the people in Congress, they've been working there for 30, 40 years. They're old and crusty as fuck. They're about to die. So now it's just like a personal vendetta. Like if I was still competing with people from high school, it'd just be personal vendetta. Vendetta. I wouldn't give a shit about anything. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't give a shit what the fuck we're talking about. Like I don't care who I'm defending. I just want to win at this point because these people are so withdrawn from reality. That's the thing. Have term limits. If you're not off the street like within ten years, like even even imagine you get filthy rich within a year, you're gonna have no fucking idea what the hell's going on in real life. You ain't even gonna know it's going down on at the factory. You're just going to be completely withdrawn from it. And these people are like 30 years and they're still making decisions, dude. It's fucking terrifying, bruh. It's fucking terrifying. We got these old idiots uh, making all the decisions for us, you know? I don't know, bro. Um, I just got to get old, you know? You just got to get old. Maybe get addicted to the power. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I feel like it's got to get old just constantly making decisions for a nation. Imagine making decisions for a country, especially the biggest country in the world where everybody's just bitching all the time. Like, But that's the thing. Like, Some people need to be told what to do. I don't need to be told what to do. I just want to be left the fuck alone. And that's the great idea about America is the freedom of it. And that's what I want just to be left the fuck alone, bro. It gets old. You know, that's what we get old. You know what else we get old is uh, being a rapper and always having to act cool. I can't imagine how exhausting that's got to be just to always act cool. And it's not like because back in the day, maybe in the '90s, being a rapper, or whatever, being a famous person in general, it was all about who could be the most unique. 
now it's like after Pac and Big got killed, it's just like now you got like the stereotype of a rapper, right? Like let's look like 50 Cent is like the pinnacle of a rapper. Like he's been shot. He's got millions of dollars. He's fucking big dominant dude. And he gets whatever. He's, he spends money. He fucks bitches and he kills people, right? So that's like the criteria now for all these rappers and shit like that. And so it's, in, instead of trying to like hone a, uh, a unique character, it's just like, okay, who can be the most of this? And the this is like, think of 50 as being like the pinnacle. And then you get these guys that just all want to compete. Be like, okay, who can be the most of this? It's all about just being the hardest, who can sell the most crack. That's got to get old, dude. Like, once in a while, you got to just want to step back and just be like, all right, you know, you know, and just kind of step back and let loose. That's where I would have a hard time being a gangster rapper because uh, that's why I like Freddie Gibbs, though, and like rappers like that in general, like funny ass rappers, because they kind of know how ridiculous it is. I guess that's even why I like 50 because he's so petty. Um, I think 50's definitely had an influence on me, but. You know, it is what it is. Um, they're just entertaining people, trying to make people happy. Like, that's the main thing in life. You just try to make other people happy, no matter what level. Uh, no matter what you do, and at the end of it, the root of it is you're just trying to make people happy. Um, and I guess, I guess that's what I like about comedy, is that even though you're trying to make people happy at the end of the, the, end of the day, at the end of the day, um is that it's it's literally a comedy is the exact opposite of like a customer service job. At a customer service job, you got this slogan saying, oh, the customer is always right. And that's just the biggest lie in the world. The customer is never right. The customer is literally almost never right. And the thing in comedy is you're trying to call out the bullshit in the world. It's literally the opposite, where instead of trying to please people in the moment like that, even though you are, it's, just, it's, this, it's the weirdest enigma because you're trying to please people, but also you can't care about pleasing people because music, you straight up want to make shit that people are going to dance to. And then there's other things where you just want to piss people off, like if you're a heel in wrestling or something like that. But comedy is like you want to be loved for being hateable. And it's the weirdest shit. And it's a weird thing to capture. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's kind of blowing my mind now I think about it. But it's... It's, <laughs> it's the only thing in the world where you hope somebody with like a big fucking nose starts talking shit to you, you know? Because like if you're at work, let's say you're working the uh, checkout. If you're like a checkout person at a grocery store and all of a sudden some bitch with a giant fucking nose just huffing all the air comes through... If you're working that gadget, you can't say shit. If she's got an expired coupon, you can't be like, look, look, bitch, plug them big fucking holes in your face because I can't do shit. You can't do that as a cashier. You're just going to be like, oh, ma'am, I'm sorry. As a comedian, somebody says some shit to you, be like, all right, bitch, I'd fucking Mount Rushmore face. I don't know what to tell you, but I can't help you. And the thing is, if you rip on her, everybody else will laugh. So it's like, it's kind of a fucked up thing, but you almost need victims. Um, yeah, but all I know is I would never work in customer service ever again because that shit scarred me. Before I worked at T-Mobile, right, 
Before I worked in customer service, I had such compassion for people. And then once I actually got to see people, and that's why I think a lot of these people like these super sensitive, snowflakey type of people that are like, oh, we need to save the world, which I don't blame them. You know, it's kind of an ambition that you have as a young kid that you're going to change the world. And eventually you realize like, all right, fuck the world. I'm just going to like retrieve from it just a little bit, the very minimum. But you have that ambition when you're younger. And um, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Should we do some relationship questions? <laughs> this is the worst, best podcast ever. Ever. Um, let's see. Do we want to do relationship questions? How much time we got? Oh my god, it's only 17 minutes. Okay. How should I approach my breakup? I'm a 23-year-old female and been with my partner who's 25 for five years. So you've been in a relationship since you were 18. Duh. Basically, the situation is I am no longer in love with him. You must have heard my podcast and changed your mind. Sorry, dude. Uh, he is a wonderful person. However, I realized recently I love as a best friend and I can't see a future with him. It happens. That's a young ass age, dude. That is a young ass age. We currently live together and will likely need to live together post breakup. Awkward. Everything we own is basically shared, but I've paid for most of it. Damn. This is crazy because I can't imagine at that age being... It's got to be good for you in a weird way. Like, I don't have that experience, so it's hard to speak on it, but I imagine people that were in, like, that hardcore relationship that young. I wonder how you come out of that. It would, it would be weird because I didn't get into a serious relationship until, what, 27 or whatever? And, um, well, no, I guess the first one, I was 20, yeah, like mid, late 20s, I didn't get into serious relationships. So if you're coming out of a serious relationship at that age, it's, I don't know, it would shape me in a weird way. Um, so what's the question here? Everything we ask, how to, how to approach the breakup. Also, any advice on how to approach this? I feel absolutely terrible and just want to know the best way to do it. Minimize heartbreak. You just got to get to it. Honestly, you just got to you just got to fucking grab it and get to it because it hurts way worse when somebody just slowly starts backing off. Everybody's had this happen to them and so you got to when you're on the other side of things, you just got to just tear the fucking band-aid off. Um also, we broke up for a day around six months ago as I was feeling... <laughs> that's such a young... Broke up for a day. So I also feel bad. The last six months have basically been dragging it out. Um, I guess... Yeah, like I said, it's, it's just going to hurt more in the long run to drag it out. Uh, you obviously... See, that's, that's the difference when... It's, it's it's a shitty situation when people care about people enough to not want to hurt them. And that's how you know it's almost a loving act, you know? Because you could just be a complete scumbag and then just keep somebody in a relationship. Like, if they either suck or if you're just a complete piece of shit, you keep somebody in a relationship and you just keep doing your shit on the side. Like, you don't want to cheat on this person. So it's like you're actually a good person for even, like, approaching the conversation. But if you want to be an even better person, you just put a sudden end to it. 
At least that's my opinion. So, do that. What else? How to rebuild a relationship, trust, and respect. I made a huge mistake. Without getting too much detail, I'm a 29-year-old female, and my partner's 30 in a really bad place, caused entirely by me. Don't trust these hoes. I'm just kidding. I've tried to hide from him a thing from my past, red flag, shortly before we started dating. Everything always comes out. I was embarrassed about it. It came out anyways, but not before I tried to lie to him about it because of trying to not admit that embarrassing thing. Well, to be honest, you don't need to really admit shit before the relationship. Like, anything before the relationship is really nobody's business, but if you're doing fucked up shit within the relationship, you know, that's different. He now doesn't even know if he loves me anymore. He has the worst opinion of me, and he's finding it really hard to deal with all of this to go through his everyday life and do his job. What did you do? Fuck like six guys at a time? Uh, it's really affecting him. Happened a week ago that he found out. If it doesn't say what's in here, I'm going to be fucking pissed. He's told me the only reason he's still here next to me because we're expecting a baby. Wow. Jerry. Jerry. Uh, he's also very frustrated with me that I created this situation now. Well, did you create it before the relationship or before? Because if it's before, if you created it before the relationship, it's none of his fucking business and he shouldn't hold it against you. But if you did it within the relationship, then, you know, fuck you. Um, <laughs> very frustrated with me that I created a situation. We can't fully enjoy the pregnancy experience and it's tainted. Not only is your taint swollen, it is tainted from the relationship. I also completely heartbroken that the man I'm having my first child with feels this way about me and that I've caused this. What did you do? I'd give anything to take it back and not make it that stupid mistake in my past and I have affected us like it is now. I give everything to know that I can do it to make I need to know what the fuck you did, otherwise this is a waste of my time. Only for a couple's therapy. I tried to hide was the fact that I considered selling nudes. What? What I tried to hide was the fact that I considered selling nudes. If you considered it, you didn't actually do it. Fuck this guy. It'd be one thing, like, it'd be one thing if you found out, like, I found out my ex was a bartender at a strip club. And <laughs> I didn't even know if I believed the bartender part of it. But I was just like, you know, well, what am I going to say is before me. But, you know, I've also dated bitches where they do weird shit when you date them. And, they, you know, if, it, if you need to hide something from your significant other, you shouldn't be doing it. And, like, I've definitely dated bitches like that, too. But... Somebody's trying to dig into your life before you met them. It's not fair. And um, that's my opinion on that. So, you know, it is what it is. But anyways, if you guys want to submit anything, send it to, excuse me, lordpettypodcast at gmail.com. And I will see y'all. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Next week, I appreciate you tuning in. Please tell a friend. Everybody listen. God damn, everybody listen. Go tell one friend. And I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Hey.
I'm already paid, it's a passion Ay, just about the point where you can't deny it Might not let my face, but you still be vibing And you don't gotta let me know why I stop trying I'm already paid, it's a passion project Never really got in trouble growing up Even though I was the worst one But now I'm on the internet blowing up And bitches really love me like blowing pumps I like it though, which yeah, hard to get Cause I'ma be hard to reach after I hit And I ain't really shit, that's not a secret I don't like to brag for modest reasons And I can make slaps with sticks and pans I can push a coupe in the rain in Japan And I can make it boo say who got damn And make a slip of mind that she got a man If she cheat on him, then she cheat on you Don't cuff that bitch, just run her through We taking flights, getting eyes high Through visine eyes, I see your hips and thighs Make a grown man cry, but I be gone tonight That dress too tight, I bet that pussy right You shady though, I don't trust these hoes But I'll be back for mo, cause I'm kinda slow You looking even better since the last time I knew that I could get it with an open mind So I cracked up your head with a couple lines I really hate that it had to come to this Word around town, you a son of a bitch But it's shit hitting hard like a Tyson fist Yeah, your boyfriend rich, but he's still a simp